Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Man. All right, someone who's on the radio in Boston man. is saying that Brady quit on the Pats in 2019. This is absurd. Tom Brady, uh, you, you, Stephen, this is this is wrong. Stephen, you shouldn't talk to me. You shouldn't talk to me. No, 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 no. You shall not talk to me because I'm under contract here in New England. Quit on New England. Give me a break, man. I don't feel that way. I'm just saying. You, you tell are, me who's that? Whoever who, who said that. Which, this which, is, uh, which this is uh, Ken Laird, who's on WEEI. Very good. Boston. So, give me Ken needs to show me the plays where he was he was not uh, he was giving up on New England. The one where he threw he, he threw an interception in his final play um, for like, the Patriots. The game was over. I know that. So, when you give up, you're like, I'm not going to throw an interception as my last play. I'm not going to add another interception to my playoff list. I'm not going to risk it. The game's over. Why am I going to do that? Honestly, come on, man. Oh, Ken Laird getting dunked on by Rich Eisen there on the Rich Eisen Show. Ken has a way of breaking news that's not really news. We saw that with Mike Florio when we jokingly tweeted that breaking news, Robert Rob Gronkowski was going to be traded. But Ken was right. Gronk was traded until he said, I'm not going to Detroit. And uh, that was this week when Ken and people lost their ever-loving minds over Tom Brady. And if your opinion, so 617-779-7937, where do you stand on Brady? Do you dislike him now because he was getting phone calls from the Dolphins? And if you dislike Tom Brady, simple question. Six titles aren't enough, like seven titles, eight titles. What more did Tom Brady have to do as a member of the Patriots for you to just be okay with him for life? And this is a uniquely Boston thing where we turn on people overnight. Like, Michael Jordan is beloved in Chicago, even though he had to miss games because he was betting on base, betting too much, and, you know, randomly playing baseball in the middle of his peak. The best player in the history of the sport had to leave for two years. They don't dislike him because of that. They don't hate him because he only won six. 
that if it were not for, you know, the gambling stuff or whatever, maybe he wins eight. They don't hate him because he went to play for the Wizards or because he owns the Bobcats, or the, whatever they are now, the Charlotte, Charlotte, were they Bob? No, they're not. Hornets. Hornets. Hornets again. They got it back. Right. Congrats he, to them. Uh, he, he's, he's, you know, that he uh, owns a tequila company with Wick Grosbeck. They don't, they don't hate Michael Jordan. They admire him. They adore him. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't think in Indianapolis they have any qualms with Peyton Manning that he left and went to Denver and won, won a Super Bowl there. You know, Peyton Manning is, is admired. They have an effing statue for Nick Foles in Philadelphia because he won a title. Well, I mean, it's unbelievable to me how pathetic Boston sports fans sound complaining about a guy that changed everything about this city. Before the 2001 season, I was a senior in high school. We didn't win Jack. We sucked. Ray, Ray Bork, we had a parade for Ray Bork when he won a title in Colorado. The, the 90s were a cesspool. Rick Pitino was right. It was miserable. The highlight of the of the Pitino era was, was the first game of the season. Then it was all crap from there. We were horrible. We had Joe Kerrigan managing the Red Sox, Butch Hobson. The Red Sox were a dumpster fire. We let Mo Vaughn go to the Angels. We had, you know, our best player was Nomar, and we just were the highlight of my baseball season every year was the Eddie Andelman Yankee elimination party. That was a good time when the Yankees wouldn't win the World Series. We'd celebrate. Tom Brady gets here. Drew Bledsoe goes down. In the future, in the in the the next twenty years of Boston sports was changed forever. We became Title Town. Now he has a contractual dispute with the organization. He leaves, wins a championship in Tampa. Your team hasn't been doing great. And you turn on the guy. Like, look yourself in the mirror. Think of all the moments you got from Tom Brady over 20 years. You were in the Super Bowl nine times with the guy. You won six, one of which you lost because the coach didn't play one of your best cornerbacks in a game you were getting torched. The notion that you would ever turn on him, like Kurt Schilling, right? Well, I'm not a good example because of the, the 38 studios. <laughs> Dave Roberts steals one base, beloved in this town forever. Kevin Millar has two words, cowboy up. We all love Millar. You know, the, the 2013 Sox, John Lackey was a total DB to everybody, turned it around, and he gets, he gets he, he's loved here again. Like, Tom Brady won six, took you to nine, 20 years, and it's not enough? You're mad that he got calls from the Dolphins and was talking to them? It's insane to me. It will never make sense to me. Well, and the other portion of the equation is this. You have to look at why it got to that point, right? Why did Brady want to leave? Because the organization basically was telling Tom that they wanted to move on from him by not offering the Drew Brees contract. So that's part of the reason that if you want to argue that he wasn't all in. I'm not saying he's out in the field not playing at the highest level he possibly can. But if you want to say he's not all in with the organization because he's thinking about what his future is. I mean, that certainly could have been the case, but it's not like there was evidence of that on the field. It's not like Tom Brady wasn't having his best season ever because he wasn't dialed in. It's because the players around him were Nikhil Harry at times getting out there. They traded for a guy like Muhammad Sanu that we all know wasn't very good and was not productive whatsoever when he came over. And I know Brady was in on Sanu, but that's the reason the team didn't play well. And the other thing I would just say is this. I feel like this is a huge story from the ownership perspective with Steven Ross. I don't know how this team only lost a first and a third round pick. How is that possible? They tampered with three different organizations, the Patriots, the Bucks, 
and the New Orleans Saints, and they only lost a first and a third round draft pick, which to me, quite frankly, is an absolute joke. Right. It, it's, it is a joke, and we, that whole thing is, I mean, the, the Brady was once again the shiny object the, org, the NFL used to distract from the fact that they don't give a damn about minority hiring practices. They don't give a damn about a team intentionally losing games because they, corrobor- they, they corroborated what Flores said. They just said the context was a joke. They, Brian Flores said that he was instructed to lose games. They did not dispute that in the ruling, but they just put in the fact that it was said tongue-in-cheek or it wasn't serious. But just to go back to Brady, I would love to hear from someone, 617-779-7937, that has shifted their opinion on the guy because of taking phone calls. By the way, Mike Tannenbaum told me this week, it is not against the rules for a player to receive a call from a team. Players are not part of the tampering justice system in the NFL. It is on the organizations. Just like here, if I were to be called by, you know, uh, Channel 7, and they want me to be their new meteorologist because I'm better than Jeremy Reiner, they would say they would have to communicate with my bosses at Odyssey, not directly with me. It's not my fault if they call me. Just read the weather, weather boy. Ken Laird, <laughs> Ken Laird has absolutely... Gone 180 on this. I went back and found the audio. 2019 summer, when the team wouldn't give Brady his two-year $50 million breeze contract, Ken Laird said, quote, Tom Brady is the best team-friendly athlete in sports history. Tom Brady continues to be the most team-friendly athlete in sports history. Thank you. I agree, Ken, 100%. And then people say that, people say that, that, that Tom Brady changed. Of course. We all hit a breaking point. There was a time in my life where I allowed a guy to put a dog leash on me. I don't do that anymore. It doesn't mean that I've changed, you know, that I'm somehow a different human. You evolve. You grow. You make mistakes. I made a million mistakes every day of my life. But that, like, Tom Brady changed and he's a different guy. No. He finally said, F you. My wife's giving me a hard time. I have to explain to her that I want to keep playing, even though I keep bitching about the guy I'm playing for. You hit a point and you say, you know what, F it, I want out. So he did. And then in his first season, he wins a Super Bowl. And it's like, instead of being mad at the people that forced out the guy that is the greatest champion this city has known since Bill Russell, you tied to you decide to turn on him and say that you don't you, he's a coward and he's a traitor. And Dan Shaughnessy, puke city this week in the Boston Globe. We'll get to him. He if you don't, you know kiss his toes, and bow to him at the Dell Club at Fenway Park, he turns on you, man, because he hates Brady because he never got a Brady nugget. So he trashes him at any opportunity. <laughs> but I, on, on behalf of, of, of the city I love, would like to express my gratitude for Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Six titles, and more importantly, changed this city forever. And if you don't believe that that 2001 team change the city forever. You don't know what you're talking about. You haven't been following it. We'll get to your calls on Brady, 617-779-7937. But first, here's Brian Barrett with What's Trending. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Tom Brady continues to be the most team-friendly athlete in sports history. (laughs) Oh, Ken. Like, in, in, in all honesty, it's my fault. Ken got mad at me for doing all these Brady victory dances and he wanted to like yell at me because he just couldn't do it in any other way. So he just decided to hate the guy out of the blue. He said that in 2019, August, when the Patriots once again failed to extend Brady and give him what he wanted. And he said he's the most team-friendly athlete in sports history. Yeah, you could add winningest team-friendly athlete maybe since Bill Russell in sports, especially in the NFL, in the history of the NFL, the winningest team-friendly athlete. And so in his final year, where the only thing he negotiated was the ability to exit without without a franchise tag, he received calls from a division rival that he didn't even end up signing with. And it's like, cause it's all misplaced rage. And then I see these texts. It's unbelievable. Curtis, remove your lips from Brady's ass. I go back to that morning, the day after that Super Bowl, 36 win in New Orleans. The notion that at any point after one, people wouldn't be kissing his ass for eternity would have been mind-boggling to me. Paul Pierce returns to Boston, gets a hero's welcome, rightfully so. I love Paul Pierce. I love that he stuck it out here. I love that he waited to win and didn't quit and didn't beg out and didn't leave and dealt with Doc. And I think it's even more impressive when you look at what Doc Rivers does in other cities, yeah. how great Paul <laughs> Pierce, KG, and Ray Allen were with Rondo. Yeah, it's like a championship and a half if you win with Doc. Right. And so and we had Paul on this uh postseason as the Celtics got ready to play to play the Warriors in the NBA finals, and it was a spectacular conversation. He talked about his love of the city and what it was here. He went to Brooklyn. He doesn't live here, but he's Paul Pierce. He's we love the guy. I mean and he's won one. Yeah, well, and the problem is, too, it's like, okay, so even if you were a little bit mad at Brady after he left or whatever, I mean, maybe your anger is misdirected. It's probably more directed at Kraft or Belichick and not Tom. But since Kraft and Bill are still here, you're obviously going to defend them. I mean, that's that's what naturally a fan's going to do. But I would also point to the fact that, and this is kind of another element to this story, this is what is most perplexing to me about the whole Brady situation. So he fights to get the power to not be franchised. And we find out about all this tampering stuff. 
So the Patriots knew he was going to leave, right, after the 2019 season. They knew the chances of coming back were very slim, right? So what was the plan? So the plan was Jarrett Stidham and Hoyer. Remember, they got Cam Newton very late in that offseason. And then think about this, Curtis. Think about how, in a weird way, how lucky the Patriots needed to be. So they get the 15th overall selection in the 2021 draft, right? And if you go back to that draft, it takes a lot for them to get Mac. Because think about this year's draft. There weren't a lot of good quarterbacks, right? We're talking about the Kenny Picketts of the world, the Malik Willis's of the world. It just so happened that the year that the Patriots desperately needed a quarterback, you had five guys that were going to go in the first round. Trevor Lawrence, you had Trey Lance, you had Zach Wilson, and you had Justin Fields and Mac Jones. Those are five guys. So if this was... Any other year, the Patriots don't end up with Mac Jones, and we're still right now asking the question: What's the plan in the post-Tom Brady era? Right, it's so incredible, and I just I'm they got sorry. lucky. I, it, it, of course they did, but you know there's luck involved with everything. Just like the Patriots and Brady, Brady got lucky to come into this franchise in the sixth round. Yeah, that's you true. know everybody's got luck. He benefited from from Bill. Bill benefited from Tom immensely, but. Look at Tampa, look at the Patriots. Which team looks like the Patriots from five years ago and which team looks like the Bucks from five years ago? The Patriots look like the old Bucks, and the Bucks look like the old Patriots. And it's one guy. You know, and, it, it, and I'm sorry, this wouldn't have been the case at the beginning of the dynasty. Defense mattered. The game hadn't right. been totally bastardized. It hadn't changed. But, you know, it's just unbelievable. This guy, 617. Yes, Brady has, quote, evolved into a snotty, self-absorbed elitist jerk. So you're rooting for Bill Belichick, that happy-go-lucky, amicable guy, right? He's not a jerk. He's he's a kind, gentle soul. I mean, it's incredible to me, but I love it. I'm fascinated by it. I, As someone who has been here my whole life, I cannot fathom a guy that won six Super Bowls <laughs> considering when the Patriots hosted the Steelers in the divisional round of the 1996 season. And they beat their ass, and it was this unbelievable night. And then the next week, they beat the uh, the Jaguars in the AFC Championship game. Willie Clay, you know, Gil Santos going nuts. They got to a Super Bowl, and it was the greatest thing of my life. I was 12. This team wins six, and we're mad at the guy. It's unbelievable. John and Gardner, good morning. Good morning, fellas. Um, Curtis, I didn't get a chance in the short call I had a while ago. I didn't get a chance to congratulate you on the birth of your son. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah. James is uh, um, brilliant. Both- <laughs> They're both not with us anymore. But my two younger brothers, I had a, a James Michael and a William J- um, William Joseph. So uh, you kind of honored my brothers with that. Awesome. And you, it's your honor today to be working with the MVP of WEI, one Brian Blair. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not foot the football player with me, Curtis. It's the person. You can go back to me. It all goes back to with Guerrero. And all of that stuff, and the on and on and off again retirements. This latest kerfuffle, if you will, I'm not that freaked out about it. It seemed I was on record as saying I, I thought it would be great if he finishes finished out his career as a Patriot the whole time. And that's not all on him that he didn't. Uh, we all know. But like, so whose was... whose personality do you love on the Patriots? Who do you love as a person, not just the football? Uh, you didn't give me a uh, Matthew Slater, uh, Devin McCordy, especially those type of people that do stuff in the community and seem like they're well, pretty Tom, selfless. Tom Brady did a lot and, in the community, and Devin McCordy never takes a pay cut. He gets paid at the the, the top of the safety position. Right, let me just finish a, a couple of things. It, the on again, off again retirements. But why doesn't Devin McCordy, John? Why doesn't Devin McCordy take a pay cut like Tom Brady did? Why don't we hold him to that standard? 
that's not a factor in my mind about the pay cut stuff. Um, I mean, what helps the team more, being uh, a selfless guy off the field or taking less so they can spread the money around if you believe in the cap? Okay, I'll give him credit for that. I'm just talking about more current times, the on-again, off-again retirement. One thing that really got me... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. He was on-again, off-again retiring, John, because they wouldn't give him a five-year extension he wanted. I mean, after he left the Patriots, Chris, he's been all over the place. Let me finish this point. A few weeks ago, maybe a month, month and a half ago, he's on with somebody being interviewed, and he's bemoaning how what a great father he had, and he feels guilty for not being the best dad to his kids because of his career and all of that stuff. Then he turns around and he signs the big deal with Fox that's going to take him out of town, and, and he's on again, off again, retirements. He talks one way about being a father and everything, how and then he goes joy, completely John, against John, it. How much joy has Tom Brady brought you in your life? Quite a bit. Chris, so would I've you say all, that that... I'm 67. Uh, I've gone back further right. than you. So then why, why would you allow... We don't know how any of these people are as fathers. None of them. So why would you allow that to cloud your judgment of a guy that brought six titles here? I don't understand I it. He's he that email has said uh, self-absorbed that 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 sticks it to me. He's just self-promoting these videos and social media promotions of himself. It just seems like somebody. That's- All right, John. I, I mean, I appreciate the call. That's today's world. People are on social media. I mean, do you think the people in Kansas City hate Patrick Mahomes because his brother's a pain in the ass on TikTok? Do, no. do you think well, that they hate him because he posts stuff with his wife from vacation? Like, it's so laughable. Well, and the Fox thing doesn't really make much sense to me, right? Because if you look at that, Brady's going to be working, what, Curtis? Maybe two days a week. He flies in on a Saturday. He meets with the team. And then on Sunday, he's calling a game. So that would make a lot more time for his family. Like, I don't know, the entire week. And that means after football season is over, he's not really theoretically having a schedule. He can do whatever the hell he wants. And do you think John from Gardner has changed his opinion on Julian Edelman since his wife, the Victoria's Secret model of his kid, is in L.A., and he decided to take a job in New York working for um, inside the NFL and Showtime? Like, of course not. We don't know how. I'm sure Edelman is a great. I I don't know who these people are. Nobody knows who these people are. Yeah, I think, like, two things can be true. It's fine. Like, it sucks that Brady left how he left. It sucks how the organization treated Brady. It sucks that they didn't believe in him anymore and that he didn't finish his career a Patriot. But you can also look at it from the perspective of you got 20 years out of it. I don't think, like, here with the Patriots, Brady left any meat on the bone because— you would acknowledge this, Curtis, based on where the roster was at at that particular point in time, Brady wasn't going to win another Super Bowl here. Of course. So all the meat, they they did not leave any meat on the bone with the Brady-Belichick relationship. They're going to the Super Bowl freaking every other year. They're winning six of them. There was nothing left to get accomplished here. And so what that it ended poorly? It feels like now Bill and Tom are actually on relatively good terms. It feels like if Tom's got an issue with anybody now, it's Kraft. Right. That's what I feel like because he thought that Kraft would have his back in the whole divorce situation and not Bill. So I think if there's anybody to point the finger at in terms of who Brady still holds a grudge against, I don't think it's Bill. No. I think it's uh, Robert. And I think the biggest issue here is that until the Patriots win a title or are contending every year, they will not stop holding a grudge at Brady. They hate him because their team has been exposed since he left. That the Patriot way we all thought was this, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Devin McCourty, Matthew Slater, Dante Hightower. It was a way of doing business that won, and it was bigger than any individual. Turns out it was really an individual at the end, and the rest of it has been exposed. That's really at the core of why they're taking out anger. They should direct to Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick. 
at Tom Brady because it's easier because he's not here anymore. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Steve in Maine. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Curtis, good. How are you? Excellent. Uh, Curtis, you're so wrong. You realize that he's still playing, right? And he's still playing for another team. At a high level, yeah. And Yeah, yes. But, but, I mean, and and Belichick, by the way, isn't a rookie coach. I mean, in your last segment, you're talking like Belichick doesn't have any control over the coaching staff. But let's stay on that point. When, When Brady retires... He is going to be as loved as he ever was by the fans in this area. I can guarantee it. No one forgets what he brought to this area, the thrills. But he's not our quarterback anymore. And until he's not playing for another team, yeah, he's going to, be, he's going to get scrutinized. Rightfully so. He, he kind of put a bad taste in people's mouth the way the whole thing came down. And I understand it's the Patriots' fault, blah, blah, blah. Of course but it was. people are going to love this guy forever. And, 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 but right now, he's playing for another team. No, Steve, I think that you, uh, you sound like an intelligent guy, and I agree with you. I think that there are some fans that are going to keep sort of having this resentment until he's done, and then he'll be welcome back. I'm sure in 10 years, whenever they do it, when they have Larry Bird night part two for Tom Brady at Gillette Stadium, it'll be a sellout, and it'll be a, a great night. The interactions and the conversations that I have on a daily basis working on the Greg Hill Show and doing this and on social media, people that, you know, obviously I'm kind of the Tom Brady honk that people want to sort of attack when bad news occurs, and I get that, and it's all fun. But there is a lot of vitriol that is not, as you describe it, Steve, I think that you, you represent a large sort of quiet, smart faction of people that may not interact negatively on social media, but there is a large portion of people that are vocal maybe a loud minority, that are very enraged with Tom Brady. And it has nothing to do with that he's still playing. They are mad at him for how he left, and they're mad at him for how the Patriots are, whatever it is. But he's, be, he's sort of become the boogeyman to place the anger that you have about the Patriots' current situation right now. Yeah, to a, to a degree. But, you know, we also, again, I'm a little, I don't know if jaded is the right word, but I'm in my 60s, so I remember pre-Brady very well. But, but, but it's still a great team. And, and, you know, as far as Belichick goes, Curtis, you don't think for one minute that every situation, every play, everything, every, everything is scripted well before kickoff. Belichick has his hands in everything, and he has for 20 years. Uh, it's, it's, it's situational football is what they're getting in their headsets. You know, down a distance, uh, here's the defense, you know, that kind of stuff. All right, Steve. Well, I uh, enjoy talking to you. Don't be a stranger, okay? All right, man. All right. Let's keep with these calls. 617-779-7937. I think that was the most level-headed call I've ever taken on Sports Talk Radio. Let's go to uh, Nick on the Cape. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Good. How you doing, bud? Good. So, I'm 41 years old. My first game, I saw Steve Grogan play in Sullivan Stadium on the concrete benches. Through all my 20s and 30s, we got to walk around somewhere else. Right? My, tell me if I'm wrong, right? If they would have offered him the receiving core we have now, he would have stayed here. Right, of course. And it's just, uh, I appreciate the call. It's just uh, next time, uh, no S-bombs, but I appreciate the passion. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
I did the same thing. I wasn't. It was uh, Foxborough Stadium, but you know we were in those benches without a back on the seat. You brought your own seat to put on those, like an alumni stadium. And the team was, you know, for me, the late '90s. I fell in love with Troy Brown because he was a guy that was no matter how the team was playing, no matter where they were, whether it was Parcells, Carroll, or Belichick, the guy worked his ass off, and he was great. But the place that the the Patriots had risen to was heights that were just <laughs> unfathomable. They will never be reached again, especially in the way the NFL is conducted these days. Yeah, and I really am interested to see, like, obviously we're hearing from this portion of the fan base, but what the percentage is in terms of the people that dislike Tom Brady and are upset with the fact that how Brady left and that Brady was talking to a different team, like, that's got to be a very small percentage, right? I mean, yeah. it can't be <laughs> a large portion of people that actually – feel that way because if you take a step back and you understand everything that happened with the contractual situation and he just wanted to be taken care of at the end you can understand and based on quite frankly Curtis Brady when he left here for the first time ever in his career really it would be asking the question of hey is this my best chance to win well most times like nine out of every ten years it would have been like yeah this is my best opportunity to play with Bill Belichick play with the defense that Bill has assembled the players around me this is my best chance to win for the first time ever, like when Brady ultimately, when it was getting sour here, when he looked at the, the landscape after the 2019 season, unequivocally, the answer was no. This is not my best opportunity to win based on the talent around me and based on the fact that strategically, from a tactical standpoint, they were going away from building the team around Brady and the aerial tech. They were going to a run-heavy team. Right. 617-779-7937. A big portion of the anger are people that were the Belichick over Brady guys because, my God, whew. Do they look bad today? Uh, let's go to Allison in Cambridge. Oh, Allison, good morning. How are you? Hey there. Good morning. How are you guys? Uh, Excellent. And congratulations on the birth of your son. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate that. Okay. I just wanted to say that the thing is, I love Tom Brady. And the thing is that he is the one, though. I mean, can't he separate out the fans from the organization? I mean, I felt that in his last year, that having him say he was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback, I felt the old Tom Brady would have been like, there were so many injuries, we didn't have Julian Edelman, that he wouldn't have, but I get that it was getting to him about the organization. But then after he left, too, criticizing the weather, it seems like he's the one who's dissing on the 20 years. Allison, do not let Ken Laird do that to you. You are far too intelligent a human than to hear every, my parents live in Jupiter, Florida in the winter. They, they prefer the, the winter in Florida. <laughs> New England has basically taken over southwest, southwest and southeast Florida from the well, months I'm of... I'm a total winter person, so I, I don't know. I understand but, yeah, that, okay, but, but I, he's I, I, echoing I, I, the but, sentiment but, of the people he's talking to. Right, Curtis, but, but what about the fact that, his, that, that not separating out both parts, I mean, saying that, did he have to say that he was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback? He told I mean, that to Chris to Collinsworth in a production meeting before the Sunday night game against the Ravens. I mean, what I would say if I'm Tom Brady and I'm hearing your phone call, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'd say good morning. And then I would think I would think <laughs> I would think to myself, so six championships in 20 years doesn't buy you the goodwill I thought it used to. No, 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 it's not that. It's that that I I think that what you're blaming the fans for doing. I think that in some ways he's done that, and in, and in some ways maybe it makes more sense for him to do that because it's his personal life. I mean, he's had to, the whole 20 years that he was here, he knew what he had to deal with. He couldn't keep Dion Branch. He couldn't keep, like, all Logan these things Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I, and I think, but I, I think, honestly, though, what we have to remember is that Tom Brady, when he was drafted, he said, I didn't even know where New England was. He had never well, been I, here. I, I, He's I not that. from just, here. 
Well, it's just very sad, and, and it connects to a larger issue, and it also connects with the Red Sox. If we thought that we might not be able to keep Xander, we might not be able to keep Rafi, what is it? And the thing is, with football, it makes more sense because there's a salary cap. But we're doing the same thing in baseball. It does seem like we don't value our own players enough. I mean, the Yankees kept Derek Jeter, he, and, and they kept him at shortstop, even though Aaron, when he came there, was a much better shortstop. Yeah. Why is it, what is it about here? The thing is, I'm actually I'm a native New Yorker, multi-generational native New Yorker. And so I come here, and it's like I don't understand why, why, we, why we can't keep our own. And It is and, odd, and, Allison. I would, I would love to answer that part because I thought about it a lot, especially with the Red Sox, as you alluded to with Devers you know we yes. we continually hear how important it is to find and target athletes that can perform in this market and then we yes. develop them and we say goodbye and bring in Trevor Story to take over a year later it, yes, and, 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 and they don't have a personality as well. I mean, they, well, one, I mean, the Yankees ended up with Andrew Benintendi, who was ours. I didn't even realize. I forgot that Frankie Montez, the, the coveted starting pitcher, he was ours too. Right. And he was very sensibly <laughs> traded to get Jake Peavy in the, by, by Jim Ben Charrington to get in 2013 when we won the World Series that year. So that made sense. But he was also from our organization. I mean, it's just, but, but it made sense to trade him. But it did not make, I mean, just, and I just want one more thing about the Red Sox. Yes. Brian Barrett, you have to, how, why is nobody talking about how terrible, so now we have a great first base, fine first base, but our outfield defense is absolutely atrocious, and <laughs> they, we, they could have lost the game for us yesterday. Yep. And the lack of a bullpen, both of those, I mean, I, I, and I think as Curtis, your thing about like letting, letting Heim just do what he wants, I really do believe. I don't think he has a plan. Oh. I really don't. I don't think he knows what he's doing, and we have no reason to think that he is. He was never a GM before, and just because he was with Tampa Bay, as I I said this the other day on one of the shows that to me it reminds me of when John Henry, when we lost on Jose Abreu and he wanted a Cuban, that oh, he just got, wanted uh, from the Tampa Bay organization. <laughs> I hope that's not true, Allison. Always good to talk to you. Have a good day. Um, I, I mean, there there are a lot of things there. We'll get going. We have callers on the six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Kevin Alex, we'll get to you guys. Where do you stand on Brady? What is it with Boston where we are letting all of our, you know, whether it's Brady, obviously after 20 years, but Devers, Bogarts, we used to be a place that tried to retain our own, now we're just letting them leave. What's going on with that? We'll get to your thoughts on all of that coming up next. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. I'm officially worried about the Patriots. I just got, I'm checking out right now, getting a uh, a Patriots onesie. I'm going to raise James as a Patriots fan. No matter what feelings I have, we, we uh, most of all, I don't want to have to have him deal with crap from other friends. So Patriots fan, yeah, we're, we're raising him right. Let's go Pats. And I got an email in my uh, personal inbox, 65% off Patriots Pro Shop right now. Oh boy. I mean, that makes no sense based on the time of the year. Like you could see right. this like a couple months after the season ended. Um, yeah, I mean, and so I just, you know, uh, I asked someone who would know what the crowds have been like, and I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I won't. Um, but he said it's been about seventy-five percent of what it was with Brady. So oh. good, but not exactly. You know, the I heard someone else. I don't know where where I heard it, but there was someone else who had been covering the team that said it was kind of dead down there. So. 
I don't know what's causing it. It's going to be – this is uh, – I mean, and also we can get into other stuff as well. Like the beginning of this season, not to mention this Thursday night, Patriots-Giants first preseason game, which is weird. They always had the last, but now that they've down four to three preseason games, which I forgot about until this week because I was like, why are they not playing? I thought they – because it used to be around the trade deadline, the 31st of July was yeah. the Hall of Fame game. But since the Hall of Fame game is the fourth preseason game, not the fifth. Anyway, backdated it. But the first two weeks of the season at Miami and at Pittsburgh for this team, fascinating. In the first preseason game, who's calling plays? How does it look? I mean, the the Patriots do many things well. They do nothing better than remaining incredibly interesting. And so we'll see how that looks to start off um, the preseason but we got your calls on why you hate Tom Brady. Uh, Alex in Taunton joins us now. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I don't really hate Tom Brady. I think um, at the end, we know that Kraft had the decision. He had to decide between Brady or Belichick in 2017, 2018. And uh, Kraft made a business decision to choose Belichick over Brady. Do you think he regrets okay. it? Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I mean, you know. Well, nobody knows. I'm just asking your opinion. Kraft, I think Kraft, I mean, even if you gave Brady $30 million a year for two years, which is what Brady theoretically said he wanted. No, he wanted the Drew Brees I mean, deal, two years, $50 million fully guaranteed. That's what he wanted. Yeah, and that would have been fine. I mean, we know that Brady was going to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Well, you did. I'm not saying you knew that, that. I'm just asking your opinion. Do you think Robert Kraft regrets his decision? I think he had to choose between Belichick and to keep the business, football business. So you don't. That's fine. Just answer it. I don't know why you can't answer the question. I'm just asking, do you think he regrets it? Yes or no? I don't think he regrets it at the end. If Mac Jones can come out and play decently and go to the... You keep doing these caveats about what other things could happen. Yes, it was a business decision. Of course. Yes, it was one that I think a lot of people would have made. Tom Brady in Tampa looked a lot better than Tom Brady's final year here because his final year here, he had Nikhil Harry, he had Mohamed Sanu, he had no Gronk, he was lost. I mean, the offense, they were 8-0, the defense played great, the team fizzled out at the end of the year, which is kind of funny because people talk about 2019 like it was this massive failure right? when it was identical to 2021 in that they had a great start, they ended badly, they lost, they got, they lost their first playoff game, yet... Mac and the Patriots are on the upswing, even though they lost four or five games. In the 2019 Patriots, Tom Brady was basically a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. We got to find out what happened during that bye week, Curtis, because that was a totally different team that came back right. after. And remember, they got their ass kicked by Indianapolis. But I think probably the reason for that is just the fact that it felt like, okay, we're at the end with Brady and that core group of players. And with Mac, we're just at the beginning. So people excused the poor play of the team down the stretch to say, this is just the start of something with Mac Jones. That would be my hunch of why people felt better about it but I definitely concerning the way that the defense finished the year and on paper now you can get internal improvements from the guys like Barmore and some of the younger players if McGrone can do something but I don't like when I look at this team right now I look at the defense being the major factor of why they couldn't make a run and get back to the postseason not the offense all right uh I have a I have a question Nick what should we do here we have Danny from Quincy who I haven't spoken to in months I'm sure he just wants to congratulate me on fatherhood um, do we take him here or do we let him let the world salivate for Danny to lose his mind screaming at Tom Brady at the top? Well, of the we hour? always need more time with Danny. So. Okay. All right. Well, coming up at the top of the hour, 
the most deranged human in our listening audience joins us, Danny from Quincy. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.